Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? This is Brenda Shoshana with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life and My Everyday Life and Our Everyday Life. No, you, me, our, just our, just everyday life arising, arising, one moment after the next in all its glory. You know, this is a season of glory, of holidays, of celebration, of gratitude. Beautiful season for all of us, for all of us. The title of our talk for today is, I think, so connected to the season, and it is, Do Not Be Confused by Your Confusion. And that is such a wonderful saying of my original teacher, Soen Roshi. Bless him. What a wonderful, what a wonderful teacher, what a wonderful human being. What a joyous, alive, powerful, and fun guy. Now, let's go into this a little bit because this, if nothing else, this is a time of confusion, mixed messages, endless, endless, endless mixed messages. One says this, one says that. One sees this, one sees that. So this is really a very good time to work on what could someone have meant by do not be confused by your confusion. First of all, he's saying don't pretend <laughs> that we're not confused. Conf and confusion is fine. It's part of our life experience. It's extremely easy to become confused about what to do, what's right, where to go, what to believe. It's natural. It's natural. So let's start from that vantage point. It is natural. We're not even going to reject the confusion. I mean, how could we not be confused? The world we live in is endlessly presenting conflicting views, hopes, and possibilities for our lives. Take this road. No, take that road. This person's great. This person's horrible. Very polarized. Very extreme. But we're receiving this now in a very intense way. And we try one thing and maybe we get it wrong. Then we get quickly, we try something else because we're determined to get everything right, to be a success, whatever that means. Don't want to be a failure, want to be a success. Don't want to be confused, want to be clear. And all these I don't want to be, and yet I am, create such suffering and also more confusion. Or maybe sometimes we get something right. We accomplish a goal. And then we discover that the satisfaction that we received from this goal didn't really last very long. Mm -mm. Wasn't really the right goal, maybe? Not going in the right direction again? And then depression can follow. Hopelessness can follow. So many, many, many things follow. And so I think it's so really, really important to explore this very carefully because as we do, we can undo this web that we are caught, seemingly, seemingly caught in. Because as I'm describing it now, indeed, it does seem like a web, almost like a spider's web. We go one way, we go another way. Wherever we go, we're caught, a maze. 
we get it wrong, we're caught. If we get it right, we can be caught too. But let's stop back a moment and truly, truly look at what these mixed messages of life are telling us and actually also look at where they're coming from. Where are they coming from? Very important point here. Very important question. <clears throat> well, we'll say, well, it's coming from the newspaper or from my friend or <clears throat> my family telling me this and then my friends tell me that. But where, let's go a little deeper. Let's pause. Where are these messages coming from now? What are they really telling us, these mixed messages? Where are these endless struggles and goals really taking us? <clears throat> now we're stepping back <laughs> from the actual experience of confusion and we're going a little bit beneath it. We're going to undo it at the core. That's what Zen practice is, by the way. It's a way of undoing things at the core. Very simple, very direct. We don't usually stop and say, hmm, what, what in general, in general, what are the mixed messages of life telling me? Let me pause. Instead of trying to get it right all the time and be smart or be a big success or whatever we're trying to be, well, what's it really telling me? Perhaps it's telling me that I'm listening to the wrong voice. My attention is stuck in the wrong place. I'm believing that truth can be found where it cannot. Mm. Very, very interesting and very worth considering these pointers. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm believing that truth can be found where it cannot be found. You know, we, we create authority figures all around us. We turn people into authorities. They turn themselves into authorities. It's a big, <laughs> big game now. I'm this great teacher or I'm this great wise person or I'm enlightened. I know the truth. And then we attribute that authority that, that to somebody else to someone out there, and we listen to whatever they have to say, all the while, all the while ignoring the one within who knows the way. The endless, endless wisdom within. Do you think we would have been put into this earth without a self-direction system? guidance system. How is that even possible? We eat and our body knows how to digest the food. We don't know how. We could never know how to digest this food and have it give us nourishment and strength. But there is a guiding system within our digestive system that knows completely what to do. Completely. We know what to do when the day is too cool. Put a sweater on. We know what to do we know there is a larger knowingness and guidance within. But when we are paying attention to these conflicting mixed messages, when we are giving our authority away to others, 
confusion, distraction, inevitably follows that. Inevitably, like night follows day. So again, let's ask, where are our endless struggles and goals taking us? That's another very, very important question that we don't pause to consider. You know, Zen practice is all about a pause, a delicious <laughs> pause. We're pausing. We're take, taking a little step off the merry-go-round. We're pausing. We're not letting these conflicting thoughts and messages sweep us right up into taking the next action. We're not letting our endless wishes and hopes and fantasies run the show. And they do run the show. They run the show when we're not taking that pause, when we're not stopping and asking and considering, where is this goal actually taking me? What is my endless struggle going to be for? But we just do it automatically. It seems as if we're not in automatic action <clears throat> all the time, as if we're not automatically responding, respond, re reacting, I should say, reacting, reacting to these many, many mixed messages. <clears throat> well, then we're missing the beat. We're not part of life. And Zen would say just the opposite. Just the opposite. When we're behaving that way, we're missing life. When we're taking our pause, when we're becoming still, when we're stepping out a moment and looking at the whole drama, then real life, real guidance, real clarity is finally possible. Two different directions. So when Soen Roshi told us, do not be confused by your confusion, he was saying that confusion is inevitable when we follow our endless thoughts, plans, and wishes helter-skelter. Don't be confused by that. <laughs> That's what happens. And we do that. That's part of the human experience. So don't be confused by that either. We then become, of course, when we do that, confused why happiness does not follow. We don't understand. I've done everything. Why aren't I happy? Why aren't I satisfied? Why don't I feel, someone said to me, I'm not aligned with myself. I'm not at one with myself. I don't know why I've done everything to the full. I've succeeded. And yet, something is terribly missing. And she was very confused about that, as many of us are. So let's take a new path for just a moment or two. Let's see what Soenro she was really suggesting. He was saying, please see confusion for what it is. Expect it. Even smile at it. The minute you see it for what it is, and even expect it as part of the natural daily experience, and perhaps smile at it, confusion cannot remain. <laughs> Can't remain. It's losing its grip on us right then and there. Confusion is part of the mad mind, and it does like to take accompany us in our journey through life, but 
when we see it for what it is, when we don't fight it, when we don't hate it, when we don't hate ourselves for feeling confused, and most important of all, when we don't follow the conflicting messages and wishes that arise, confusion must necessarily, must begin to die down. It's losing its grip right in there. The minute we see it, the minute we acknowledge it, the minute we start feeding it energy by fearing it and hating it, it begins to die. The confusion begin is clearing up right then and there. Just when you feel this feeling of confusion, just greet it and see it as what is what it is, part of the mad drama of the world we live in. And how to dissolve it? Simply turn your attention to what is here right now. What's here right now? My hand is on the desk. I hear a siren in the background. I feel the snow or the rain about to fall. Turn your attention back home to the moment, to yourself, to yourself, to what you're actually experiencing right now. When you, there's no confusion about that. Feel your breath coming in and out. No confusion. Now, of course, when you turn your attention to the moment and you begin to try to analyze it or control it or use it for your own ends, that's a different story. Of course, confusion will arise again. How can I control this? How can I get rid of this? How can I use this person to make me happier? Immediately, confusion arises again because we're leaving the actual experience of the moment and we're re-entering the mad, mixed-up mind. What is simply here itself is not confusing. And when we greet it, and when we welcome it, and when we accompany it and let it be, no confusion follows at all. And if something is in our life that we have to solve or that we need direction about, and we are simply with the moment, that, that clear direction will arise from within all by itself. It will, because it's there. And it's always waiting. But the racing mind, the racing ideas, is like static that blocks it out. So during this season of so much activity and potentially so much confusion, I, I offer you this simple, simple practice. Just take that pause. Just stop. Be with what's really here. Be with what you're actually feeling. Be with the feeling of the air on your face and the breath that comes in and out. Be conscious. Be conscious of where you are and who you are, and even of what direction you may be going in. As you do this more and more, as I said, 
the natural guidance system within, the one within who knows the way, will have so much more of a chance to bubble up in your life and to live. So thank you so much again and again for listening to these little talks. I love hearing from you. You can always reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And um, the website, as I say over and over, for this podcast is zenwisdomtoday.com in case you want to listen to this or any other podcast. We have a whole bunch of them by now, over a year's worth on that website, and people have been enjoying them, so I'm very grateful for that. If you would like, you could get my book. You might enjoy it very much. It's called Zen Play, Instructions on Becoming Fully Alive. It's a new book on practice, and it's available on Amazon for you and for your pleasure. So I really, really, really want to thank you and wish you the most beautiful, beautiful holiday season. I really do. And I'm I'm very happy to hear from so many that as the holiday season comes along, these teachings, very simple teachings, have made a difference and are of help. Thank you again and again. Have a happy, happy day. Bye-bye.